Did you know that some travel credit cards offer 10x points on your spending? Don't miss out on big rewards for your next trip. NerdWallet lets you compare smart travel credit cards side-by-side, -side, curated by an expert team of finance nerds. What could future you do with better travel rewards? A free flight? A room upgrade? Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. When I'm not hosting this podcast, I am writing books, but it is really hard for me to write when I'm at home, so I like to find remote cabins in the middle of nowhere to just hang out and write. But I hate the idea of my house just sitting empty, doing nothing but collecting dust and definitely not collecting checks. And that's why I'm an Airbnb host. It's one of my all-time favorite side hustles. Other popular side hustles are awesome too, don't get me wrong, but they often involve big startup costs. By hosting your space, you're monetizing what you already have access to. It doesn't get easier than that. And if you're new to the side hustle game and you're anxious about getting started, don't worry because you're not in this alone. Airbnb makes it super easy to host. I mean, if I could do it, you could do it. And your home might be worth a lot more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com host. I'm Nicole Lappin, the only financial expert you don't need a dictionary to understand. It's time for some money rehab. It is undeniable the juggernaut cosmetic surgery has become. The industry is valued at $55 billion worldwide and $28 billion in the U.S. alone. There are so many sides to the story of this industry. Empowerment, self-esteem, lesser-known functional uses for procedures we often associate with cosmetic surgery, and of course the dark side. A big story in entertainment news right now is the death of Jackie O, a former cast member on Nick Cannon's Wild and Out. It was ruled an accidental death after complications from cosmetic surgery. She was only 33. While cosmetic surgery is more mainstream, it doesn't make it less casual. You still need experts. And today I'm talking to one of the best of them, Christine Chu. She is a co-owner of Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery, along with a bunch of other cool titles like star and producer of Netflix's Bling Empire. And one of the world's most prolific haute couture collectors. Christine tells me about the most popular procedures right now. Some of them totally blew my mind and how much they cost, which also blew my mind. Plus, Christine shares some bonus gems on her dreamy closet and why Bling Empire was canceled. Here's our conversation. Christine Chu, welcome to Money Rehab. Thanks so much for having me. I'm thrilled to be here. So you own Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery, Inc. with your husband, and it is a celeb magnet. We've seen it publicized with the likes of Britney Spears, the Kardashians, the Hiltons. There are a lot of brands that want to have that kind of celebrity association, but it's really hard. So what would you recommend to them? Well, firstly, we're a practice that doesn't kiss and tell. So we can't confirm or we don't deny any names. And Obviously, there are patient privacy laws in place. So having said all of that, you know, we're in the heart of Beverly Hills. We're in the Mecca of entertainment. So, of course, we're going to have entertainment folks. For a business to have celebrity endorsements or celebrity associations, I think the most important question to ask yourself and the business is, what are you trying to accomplish with this association? Are you trying to convert to sales? Or are you trying to leverage your business brand and what is the message that you're trying to convey? Because I don't think a celebrity connection or endorsement is for every business. And I don't think it's necessary for every business. I think there are community members who are very trustworthy and influential 
And if your end goal is sales and to expand your business in a profitable way, I don't think you necessarily need to link up with Britney Spears. Plus, there are liabilities involved with leveraging your name and leveraging a celebrity's name. Well, it sounds like not only patients see that, but competitors as well. And it's often the case that they want to emulate your success. So have you had copycats in the plastic surgery space? So in the beginning, yes, we were a little bit more weary and cautious and competitive. But now we realize, fortunately, everyone's just aging. And we're all under the sun a lot. You all need help. There's plenty to go around for everybody. And there is a practice for everyone. Now, my husband is known to be on the very under-the-radar natural-looking side. And sometimes people want a very exaggerated in-your-face result. And that may not be the right patient for us. And we may not be the right practice for them. And my husband tends to also say no a lot because he likes to keep everyone in moderation. So there's a practice and a doctor for everyone. It's finding the right fit. And has it been tricky with some of the competitors out there? Of course, it's tricky as in any industry. But because we are one of the OGs now, I guess. We've earned our stripes. We've been around for a while. So we've made some really good relationships. And I like to think that a lot of our competitors are actually our friends. And some of our biggest competitors were no part of our wedding. And so we help each other out. Sometimes they'll run out of Botox or seriously. And yeah, and we'll lend each other products or it's like going to your neighbor for sugar (laughs) (laughs) yes absolutely and especially in beverly hills there are thousands of plastic and cosmetic surgeons within even a two-mile radius. What's that called? The golden triangle or something? The golden triangle. Yeah. It's really sad, though, because, you know, we've seen the rise of cosmetic tourism and people going abroad to try and get a deal. And obviously, we're money rehab, so generally we want to help people save money and be really smart with their money. But in this case, it doesn't seem like it's a place anyone should be skimping. Oh, the best way to save money in plastic surgery is to do it right the first time. But even if you have to do it in payments, there are a lot of financial institutions that help in that regard, but do not save a buck, $5, $1,000 even, or you know, a cheaper procedure elsewhere, especially. Because you have to factor in the travel and you know, sitting on an airplane after a procedure, what happens if there are complications? Do you go back? Would another hospital or a doctor take you? Oh, I mean, I was going to college right after I got my wisdom teeth out and I was on the plane on the way to college and my whole face exploded because of the pressure or something. And then I landed and it was like my first week at school and I had to run and find a maxillofacial surgeon in the mall, literally, and they redid it because I guess something happens in the air that I didn't account for. There are so many variables and also the laws and the regulations vary even from state to state within the U.S., So I can't even imagine going to another country. Have you seen some of those botched patients? Years ago, there were these twin sisters that came to our practice. And one sister ended up having surgery with Dr. Chu. And the other sister decided she wanted to go to another country to have her procedure. And unfortunately, she didn't even return. So yeah, there are all sorts of stories. And it's just not worth it. It really isn't. When it comes to your health, and your wellness, it's just not a place to skip. But you know, as I'm getting older, I'm finding that you really do get what you pay for. And how does it work with layaway for plastic surgery, I guess? It's a payment plan, anywhere from a couple hundred dollars to you know, $100,000 you can put on payment plans. 
And there's zero interest. Six months, 12 months, 24 months. How are you guys getting zero interest rates in this environment? Oh, you have to talk to your credit now. That's the only place in town you can get 0% interest these days. You've been really open about your plastic surgery. Thank you for that, because I think so many people are so obviously done and they just don't talk about it. Oh, I'm an advocate for doing what makes you happy and investing in yourself. And I can bore you all day long and all night long with the amount of stories of how cosmetic enhancements have really improved not only people's self-worth and confidence, but also marriages, relationships, their confidence at work, you know, their success in life. It all really stems from how you view yourself and what nags at you every day. And what do you think the difference is between someone who talks about it? Just comfort in your own skin, confidence in general, where you can go and tell social media, hey, I've done this and I'm proud of it? I just think that women shouldn't gatekeep. Just like you don't gatekeep with financial secrets and you're helping empower women to make smarter decisions, I think women should help each other make smarter decisions about their skin health, about their physicality, about eliminating things that they can within reason that have been bothering them. I mean, there, I'll just give you one story, for instance. One time, a husband after surgery pulled Dr. Chu aside and gave him a high five and a handshake and was like, man, thank you so much. You don't understand how much this means to me. And Dr. Chu was just kind of a little confused. I mean, usually they're happy, but there was something different. And his husband went to say that for the 17 years they've been married, they've never had intercourse with the lights on because she was just so self-conscious about this accident she had been in and how it left her body. And so it really reignited their marriage and their friendship. And it's really special to be a part of. I mean, yes, by the way, go and do whatever you want with your body. It's your body. It's your choice in all aspects. And I'm here for whatever someone wants to do cosmetically. But I was an ambassador for Operation Smile, and I traveled with a bunch of doctors from all over the world to Alexandria, Egypt. I think it was nearly two decades ago at this point. And these little kids with their cleft lips and palates and their families basically disowned them. They thought it was a curse that you were born like that. And then the surgeons there helped them. And I mean, truly, truly changed their lives. Absolutely. And just think of how, you know, a blush or like a lipstick color can brighten your days and great skin and getting rid of rosacea, melasma, anything that's been really bothering you within reason. Now, there are people who come in and ask for heart-shaped nipples. Is that a joke? No, it's not a joke. Or to change, you know, their eye color to like Barbie pink. Margot Robbie. Wow. The impact you've made. There are lines to be drawn, and that's where you really have to find a trusted physician who really has your best interest in mind and is not afraid to say no. Is it weird to call your husband Dr. Chu? I know it sounds really weird to everyone else but myself. We met in the workplace. So out of respect, I've always, and we work together. So it's just so strange to yell, yay, down in the medical hallways. or Baby, baby, honey, smooches. Um, So I just always call him Dr. Chu, so it's easier. That makes sense. I mean, for families who work together, if they work with their dad, they usually call them by their first name. And it sounds like you're an ambassador for the brand anyway. So if you say Gabe over and over again, that's not going to really help the brand overall. And I think if you go into social media or plastic surgery talk or whatever that is, there are a lot of different trends out there in this world. What are you seeing besides 
I guess the pink eyeballs or the heart nipples. What's popular right now? On the topic of pink, of course, there's Barbie Botox. Women are doing this as a TikTok beauty trend where Botox is injected to relax the muscles, to elongate the neck. Yes, and the shoulders. Okay. So that's trendy right now. There's also Tinkerbell nose. You know, everything from the 90s is coming back. So that little like swoop of a nose, which I wasn't a fan of. But fortunately and unfortunately, the US regulates their technology and medicine very closely and stringently. So we don't always get a lot of new things. It's just fancier or fun names slapped to existing procedures and we call it a trend. Some technologies that have been very popular are Morpheus 8, which still hurts, but it works. And then Silfirm X is a fractionated RF, very targeted for skin resurfacing, for rosacea, melasma, for fine lines and wrinkles. We're money rehab, so we need to follow the money trail. How much are these procedures? I would say that if you're going to invest in a bag or a pair of shoes, you should put it in yourself because those things will come and go. And this is coming from someone who, you know, lives and breathes fashion. So Morpheus and Silfram, they're kind of comparable in pricing. They're about 1500 a treatment and you need probably a series of three. And the Tinkerbell nose and the <sighs> other things. Um, rhinoplasties are anywhere from 15 to 25,000 for a primary and Barbie Botox. Botox, you just have to be so careful because I feel like every hair salon now is offering Botox and you're injecting things into your body. So you shouldn't be getting it in a drive-by. I would still recommend that you get it from doctors. Although there are a lot of skilled nurses and physician assistants and nurse practitioners. At our practice, I think Dr. Chu charges $20 a unit for Botox and the PA and the RNs charge slightly less. Botox is used for a lot of functional things. I have hyperhidrosis where my hands and my feet and my armpits sweat. So I've put it under my armpit to not have a whole trucker stain situation. How much are the bigger procedures like a facelift or a booty lift? Oh, the sky's the limit. I know there are doctors charging 250,000, 300,000 for a facelift. That's real. <laughs> I don't think it's necessary. Three hundred thousand dollars for a facelift oh yeah how much do you guys charge i think it depends on the level of lifting required does it involve like a neck lift or brow lift i see so it's not one size fits all no and it's really pricing is i'm not not trying to like skirt around the pricing it's really a function of time also because operating room and anesthesia charges are billed by the hour so you know how much time is it going to take this procedure and then how intensive is this procedure. Got it. Can you negotiate? Well, we've always offered adjustments for SAG. Of course, if we're in LA, we want to support. I'm SAG. Oh, perfect. (laughs) You qualify. We have media discounts, we have SAG discounts, we have PGA discounts. We have, of course, law enforcement, sheriff, police, fire. Yeah. And then small business owners too. We have to take care of our local small business owners. How's the recovery? Should people factor in the fact that they're not going to work? Because that's a whole other expense, like your billable hours. I mean, you're not making money. So how long does that take? There are a couple answers to that. Some companies do allow for time off. And, you know, you have a doctor's note. And it depends on what industry and what type of work is. If you need heavy lifting, you're at a desk job, it's a little different. 
But when I had, I had breast augmentation when I was in college, best money I've ever spent in my life. And it wasn't with Dr. Chu. And it was with another surgeon who has unfortunately since passed. But I recovered. I mean, I was a college kid. So my body bounced back very quickly. I don't say this lightly and it's not for everyone, but I recovered over a weekend. I was on the dance team at that time. So I remember I cut my breast on on a Friday and I think there was traveling for the NCAA like a couple days later. Oh, to be young. <laughs> my husband would kill me if he knew I was saying that because he wants patients to rest and, and take the proper amount of time to recover. Even the mental health aspect of it, I'm sure that's taken a toll. There are some stories I'm sure you've seen, even in the Golden Triangle, there was somebody who jumped to their death after surgery. Well, you do have a lot of different drugs in you. So that's another thing of, you, know, you just have to be mindful of the team you put together and make sure it's not a yes team. Make sure it's a team that basically will do what's best for you. Hold on to your wallets. Money Rehab will be right back. Money rehabbers, you have money hidden in your house. Yeah, just hiding there in plain sight. Okay, so I don't mean you have gold bars hidden somewhere in walls, treasure map style, but you do have a money-making opportunity that you're just leaving on the table if you're not hosting on Airbnb. It's one of my all-time favorite side hustles. By hosting your space, you are monetizing what you already own. It doesn't get easier than that. For me, hosting on Airbnb has always been a no-brainer. When I first signed up, I remember thinking to myself, self, you pay a lot of money for your house. It is time that house returned the favor. And to get real with you for a sec, I felt so much guilt before treating myself on vacation because traveling can be so expensive. But since hosting on Airbnb, I feel zero stress for treating myself to a much needed vacation because having Airbnb guests stay at my house when I'm traveling helps offset the cost of my travel. So it's such a win-win. I mean, if I could do it, you could do it. And your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Do you ever get FOMO, fear of missing out? Well, do you ever get FOMO Tupita, fear of missing out on the perfect hire? If so, I have the antidote. It's LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In any given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites, and that adds up to a serious squad of awesome candidates. LinkedIn has over a billion professionals on the platform, and these candidates are super qualified. So much so that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within just 24 hours. I work with LinkedIn Jobs for all of my dream team needs, so they're hooking up money rehabbers at linkedin.com slash MNN. Go there and you can post your job for free. That's linkedin.com slash MNN, as in Money News Network, to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. And now for some more money rehab. So you were on three seasons of Bling Empire, the smash hit on Netflix, known for your couture. Can you, before we get into it, like just define haute couture, I suppose? Haute couture is the art of high dressmaking. And it started in the 1900s. And it's regulated by a federation. There are houses that have to meet certain criteria to qualify to be considered haute couture. The criteria is unique designs, handmade, for private clients. You have to show, I think, a minimum of 50 pieces twice a year. And these are beautiful pieces of art. 
So the show was canceled after a few seasons, and it was reported that because during COVID at the time, people were struggling with money, so it appeared to be tone deaf. How do you interpret that? I'm a co-executive producer, so I see it from a different perspective. I'm really grateful that Netflix gave us the platform and the opportunity to increase the civility for API. That was the catalyst for our joining And that continues to be kind of my motivation or my justification for being a part of the project. The title is Bling Empire. So by nature of the title, you have to live up to your title. It's not, you know, ordinary empire or everyday empire. It's Bling. But I enjoyed the parts of storytelling and the ability to utilize the fluff, the blinginess as a Trojan horse to open up dialogue on otherwise very difficult to discuss topics like infertility and adoption and surrogacy, identity issues, relationships, friendships, some of the trickier stuff that are maybe not as glamorous or fun from the onset. So I see it from that perspective. I think it's also exaggerated. You know, we live in LA, so reality TV, we take it with a grain of salt. But, of course, after the show, I realized the majority of the world isn't as savvy to or exposed to reality TV as the Angelos maybe. Some people really do take everything seriously and they think of it as a documentary as opposed to like a docu-series. Docu-soap that's blown up and exaggerated and fluffed. And I know season one, I amped up my own character for entertainment purposes to make sure And I really hit like the entertainment notes. And it was a caricature of myself. And it was fun to do. Seasons two and three, I wanted to represent a more authentic side of myself. So I toned that down a little bit. How did you figure that strategy out? It wasn't like a mastermind strategy. But going into it, I just wanted this show to be super successful. And I knew we were going against, you know, franchises and like a big clutter of reality TV shows. So we really needed to stand out and the ostentations and like out there and maybe obnoxious to make a splash. And in seasons two and three, I started realizing that whatever I'm putting out there is gonna live out there. And at the end of the day, I have to be proud of what I'm putting myself out there as. So I really dialed to more of an organic and true representation of myself. What was the feedback from the audience that was canceled? At least to me, everyone was devastated. Overall, I've had really positive feedback, especially from the AAPI community. I've had a lot of uh, folks ranging in age from like really young kids where I'm like, your parents thought you watched that? Are you sure? But very young kids to like elderly folks who have come up and said, thank you so much. Thank you for the show. We really enjoyed it. Thank you for touching on those topics. Thank you for representing people who look different and, you know, carving out space in the media. Did you feel pressure to represent Asian Americans or Asians? No, I, I didn't. I felt empowered. I was proud to do it. I grew up in an otherwise more Caucasian environment. And, you know, there were micro and macro aggressions towards me as I was growing up. And it just, I wanted Baby G, Gabriel, to have a different experience. And if I could move the needle and a little way with a team of folks with this show and kind of put a different perspective of Asians on television. I'm happy to change that and shift that and make and normalize 
creation I haven't watched The Housewives, so you mentioned other franchises. I'm assuming you're talking about them. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is all about big displays of wealth, though, in L.A., predominantly with a white cast, but they weren't canceled. So how do you feel about that? Do you think it was because it was a predominantly white cast? No, I don't think racism or color of the skin has anything to do with the cancellation. I think there were other issues within our show. There was some discontent amongst the cast, some internal issues that I think probably had a bigger play. I know that Netflix is very much supportive of diversity. And so I know they would have loved to have kept us on. I end all of our episodes with a tip listeners can take straight to the bank. What's yours? Well, since we have the financial guru here already, I have no letters behind my name to give any financial advice. All I can say is the one investment that I've ever made that has continued to appreciate and does not depreciate is the one I make in myself. And so my advice to everyone is to do whatever it takes to invest in yourself. Money Rehab is a production of Money News Network. I'm your host, Nicole Lappin. Money Rehab's executive producer is Morgan Lavoie. Our researcher is Emily Holmes. Do you need some money rehab? And let's be honest, we all do. So email us your money questions, moneyrehab at moneynewsnetwork.com to potentially have your questions answered on the show or even have a one-on-one intervention with me. And follow us on Instagram at moneynews and TikTok at moneynewsnetwork for exclusive video content. And lastly, thank you. No, seriously, thank you. Thank you for listening and for investing in yourself, which is the most important investment you can make.